0: Welcome to the Recovering Perfectionist Podcast, where I empower you to develop sustainable habits, challenge society, and take messy action. I'm Christine, life balance coach and world champion ballroom dancer, and I believe that everyone has the power to create their very own life by design. The Recovering Perfectionist podcast was created with a mission to encourage a life of abundance by finding peace and acceptance in our own imperfections and developing healthy self-love through sustainable habits and manifestation. It's time to align with the universe for the full human experience and redefine what it really means to be successful. Uh It's too good, the secret is out and wow, uh-huh. Welcome back to the Recovering Perfectionist podcast. It is season three. Welcome back from a little bit of a break. I am so excited to be here with you guys. Season three, episode one. We're just going to get right into it. Um, I am learning so much right now, and I cannot wait to share all of this with you. Uh, First of all, I just want a disclaimer. Season three is going to be amazing. I've already got so many incredible episodes recorded with some rock star guests. I cannot wait to share some of these things with you. We are just diving deep into perfectionism and um, just goal setting, creating your life by design, uh, just inside the mind of how to create everything that you want and not let yourself, mainly yourself, get in the way. Um, I think that's kind of the biggest thing that we're sharing on this podcast is really just, you know, everything else around you is and should be neutral. You are your biggest critic, you're your biggest obstacle, and I think most of us don't know how to get out of our own way. So, segueing into me getting out of my own way, um, this has been just a life-changing uh, past couple of months, and... I can't believe we're in season three, you guys. This is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. I literally started this podcast just uh, as supplement content to my coaching, my life coaching um, for my clients, for other people. And I also wanted it to be very therapeutic for me. And boy, has it been. Um, in the last two seasons, first of all, I've had incredible people reach out to me that I have not reached out to like they found me. Um, I want to be on your podcast. I resonated with this episode. Um, that's been huge and I thoroughly appreciate everyone that has listened. Um, it's awesome. I, I want everyone to get something amazing out of this. Uh, no matter how many viewers, it's not about the, the quantity, it's about the quality and I just want to be sharing this information, but it's been awesome to meet incredible new people. Um, the The episode that's been resonating the most with people is the self care is not selfish, which I knew was a very, like, you know, important topic to discuss, but I didn't realize how hard it was going to hit certain people. I figured that's such a topic that's just kind of been over talked about and, you know, a lot of people are doing it and we get it like you need to be you know, have some self-care and it's not selfish and blah, blah, blah. But I mean, so many people, I guess, resonated with the way I was explaining it and all that stuff. And I'm so, so happy about that because I think that that is number one to understanding yourself and what it is that you need is you cannot go full force towards your dreams if you do not like take a step back and understand what it is you're going full force for. Um, and most people, m- m- very much myself included, we're just driving in one direction as fast as you can because we have to get there and you don't actually know where you're going. And when you do the self care, when you do the work and you just pull back a little bit, create some white space in your life, all of a sudden things get a lot more clear and you realize, Oh man, I was on the wrong highway. (laughs) So yeah, it's just really, really important to be clear about your direction, clear about your goals, constantly be optimizing those, writing them down. Um, and I've been doing a lot more of that recently uh, which I want to share with you as well Um, I've been using these journals called Silk and Sonder Uh, it's a female-owned company that does uh, customized monthly wellness journals and I'll link it in the show notes so you guys can go and try it out and it is so so cool they have you know fun little prompts mood trackers habit trackers um you know monthly you know games and weekly uh goal setting and you know to do lists and note pages and even even a little coloring page to kind of clear your mind for those perfectionists who need a little bit of fun and child play um but all the things uh i think it's really cool you should definitely at least check it out for a month um each month they do a different theme so the month of september is joy so it's all about like they have a list, you know, every day you write down what brings you joy and all of those things. It's really, really cool. So anyway, um, I wanna discuss the whole theme of this episode, besides just like life update, introduction to season three, all the things. Um is I wanna talk about something that just I just came up with and it was not me, I can't take credit actually one of my guests who came up with the term after I explained to him what I was trying to accomplish in my life, and we're gonna call it the French American dream. And I love it by the way, I'm so gonna coin that. Um, and I think that this is what we need to be striving for. So specifically, you're gonna be like, well, I'm not French, I don't care about the but what does that mean? It's not about that. Literally insert your country or insert your, you know, whatever here. Basically, what I am seeing is years and years and years of people trying to accomplish what we call the American Dream. Most everybody knows what the American Dream is. Um, I am from France originally. My husband is Haitian. Um, I am, you know, one of my best friends is Polish. I have friends from Italy and all over in our dance industry from Ukraine and Russia and most of Europe and Spain all the things so the point is is that we all come to this country for the American dream and the American dream is being able to do things that You wouldn't be able to do in other countries because of certain laws, taxes um, Opportunities it's really about the big opportunities uh, that are here and the opportunity to make money in a way that changes your life. And that's a big reason why my parents moved to this country. You know, they got married in France. They had me and they were like, you know what? Let's go do something different. Let's, you know, change our lives and have, you know, opportunities for our kids that would be great. And they did that and it is great. And we do have amazing opportunities, but a few things have changed in the last 20 years. 20, 30 years, actually, now, since my family has uh, been here. And um, that is majorly mental health, I would say, is a big one. And also the people who are reaching the top, how exhausted they are. Um, And I'm not talking about, like, the Jeff Bezos and the billionaires and all that stuff who are just, you know, doing things on a level that we're not even going to discuss because I'm not there and I don't know what they're doing. But... I'm talking about the people who have changed their life because they are now online influencers and they're making multiple six figures, they're online coaches, they're you know CEOs in companies. So they're doing the nine to five work, but they've found their way up the ladder very quickly. Um, they've built their own businesses and also become CEOs and different things. Um, the major things that have shifted is mental health and technology. And technology has allowed us to create opportunities that even 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, were completely not an option. Uh, So that is huge. It is amazing that we have this technology that as millennials, Gen Z, Gen X, now all the gens (laughs) um, are able to take advantage and even boomers like, you know, some of them are now changing their careers after, you know, 40, 50, 60, and now they're like, wow, I can do something different. I can work less and get paid more. Um, It's really, really cool to see these opportunities, you know, uh, pop up. However, the mental health game has been on the rise for quite some time. I'm so glad it's getting some more media coverage and some more attention. Um, Thank you again, Simone Biles, for really putting it on the forefront when it comes to the athletes because that's the industry I come from, and it's not widely talked about. Um, also, if you want to check out another episode, I'll link both those episodes in the show notes. The one that I did on Simone Biles, which is really awesome. I know a lot of people know the media that was surrounding that during the Olympics um, a few weeks ago. However, just the kind of the, the mental health side of it is what I discuss. And then also there's a great episode for... Um, that I do with Natalie Crandall, a good friend of mine from the ballroom dance industry as well, and how she reached a certain level in athletics, and it just was not what she expected it to be, and she had to make a complete shift because the lifestyle she had created for herself was just not sustainable. And I think that's what we're really doing these days, is we're creating these amazing lifestyles for ourselves, we're doing the Gary Vee thing, we're hustling, we're hustling hard, and we are not creating sustainability in that because you cannot even an athlete at the Olympics only does it for a certain number of years and then retires. You cannot perform at that high of a level with that much intensity um, sacrificing everything else in your life for a long period of time. You do it in spurts and unfortunately in order to create generational wealth and businesses that thrive and all the things that you need consistency. So it can't really be in spurts, it has to be powering through. So what ends up suffering? First it's sleep, then it's nutrition, then it's relationships, um, your mental health, of course, above all ends up suffering. Physical health, all the things end up suffering. And you don't kind of like hit that breaking point or that burnout is what a lot of people call it until there's something that, is a breaking point for you. Everyone's breaking point and burnout point is different. And so for me, um, I think, luckily my physical health, because being an athlete, I was able to push, push, push. Um, I will say, side note, I never sacrifice my sleep. Uh, If I have to wake up early for something, competition, you know, work thing, whatever I do, but I always make it up later and I, anyone who knows me personally knows I am Sleeping Beauty. I will sleep all day long if I need to, to make up for anything. Um, And I usually start my meetings a lot later, but I'm always up later. So I go to bed around two in the morning and I wake up at like 11 or 12, but I get my sleep. Uh, I will say my nutrition suffers for sure. That is definitely the thing that has suffered the most. Um, And then it got to a point where my relationships were suffering because my mental health was allowing different things to happen that were kind of, you know, breaking me down a little bit at a time and I was acting out and I was getting angry and um, I was just overwhelmed and stressed and started getting depressed and these are emotions um, that I am not very accustomed to and I didn't know what to do. So that was kind of the breaking point for me where I was like, okay, life isn't really fun anymore and I don't know what's happening and I need to make a shift. So this whole like work, 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 hustle hard kind of direction. Um, and don't get me wrong. I have talked about Gary Vee in the past. I like what he preaches. I don't necessarily feel, I like his, um, his topic. I just don't know if I like his method. Um, and what I mean by that is I, I love his positive go for it. You can do anything at any age kind of attitude. But I think this whole, like the way he goes about like the not taking breaks and, And, you know, and and honestly, there's so many things about different people and influencers and different things that they discuss. I think that we need to be more focused on the mental side of things right now, because I think that's where a lot of us are hitting the wall. And so coming back around, because everyone's like, what the heck does this have to do with France and American dream and all this stuff? So the American dream is something that as I was growing up in my teens and my early twenties, I was hustling. I started my own business in my twenties. I became a world champion in my twenties. I was a straight A student in high school. I, you know, went to college for, you know, I was the top 50 in a program uh, nationwide. It was number one in the nation. There were only 50 people in the United States accepted. I was one of them. Like I was always like performing at a very high level for, at least a good decade there in the middle, and I loved it. I was thriving. I didn't have a lot of relationships, like like personal, um, you know, relationships. I had a lot of friendships because I was just moving and grooving, and I really wasn't looking for something serious. I was fine with that. I'm, I still don't regret that decision. That was very good. It didn't it didn't distract me from, you know, and it also didn't get me all up in my emotions about like oh no, this guy this this guy that. Like it was totally fine. Um, But then when I started getting really serious about finding someone and wanting a relationship that was more serious and really like figuring out after high school and college who my real friends were and solidifying that and where I wanted to live and all that then it started to get a little bit different and that is where you know after hearing for so many years from you know my parents and all that like why we're in this country and we're able to do things we could never do, and we would go visit my family in France. I'd be like, "Oh, I'm so glad I don't have a business here. I would never be able to make it." You know, like I can't do what I do in the United States. I'm so much more free there. Blah blah blah. And then you realize that, like, are we free? Like, are we really free? And I actually did an episode on that. Like, what is freedom? How do you define freedom? Um, I might just—I'm just, just going to link all my episodes down below. <laughs> no, but seriously. Um, I'll definitely like the freedom one. I think it's really good for people to know. Like how you how do you define freedom? Everyone's freedom is defined differently. And I think for me, when I started defining what freedom looked like, for me, um, it was not what my parents defined it as. It was not what society, it was not what America or France or anyone defined it as. It was more just like I needed location independence. I wanted to be able to travel freely around the world and I wanted to have generational wealth you know and those seem like like major things yes they are major things but I guess the thing is is that some people feel like working their nine to five making their paycheck paying their taxes living in this country you know being able to vote they're free and that's fine that is freedom that that's fine if that's how you define freedom that's great for me I was exposed to a lot of different multicultural um you know opportunities and different experiences and different athletic fields and different things in my life that allowed me to realize that real freedom for me is having the financial freedom and the location freedom those are the two major things for me that really meant that I am free and so this american dream When we build our businesses, if you've ever heard of Robert Kiyosaki, who is the Rich Man Poor Man, or I'm sorry, Rich Dad Poor Dad book, he discusses the four quadrants of the you know the employee versus the business owner versus the um, you know the investor. There's another one in there. all of those things and so what happens is we think that once we own a business that we're free oh we work for ourselves we don't work for anyone else we make our own hours we do all this stuff but then if you if you want your business to be successful you start to realize all of the compromises you're gonna make in order to make that successful and all of a sudden you're compromising your time you're compromising extra money to invest back into your business you're then trying to save money so you're doing everything yourself and not hiring employees and not automating your business so you end up doing more to get more, when in reality, we should be getting more by doing less. That's how the wealthy people live. And how do you do that? You have to optimize your life and you have to automate it. And I've worked with some amazing business coaches that they they say that once you keep growing, like you already look five years in the future, With the multiple six-figure, seven-figure mark, and you already see how you're going to grow both financially in your tax margin um, with your employees, how you're going to hire people, how you're going to create, you know, use more softwares, Um, like the right business coach will project that and tell you how that's going to go because you should be looking towards that. You shouldn't be sitting here expecting to be five, ten years grinding on the front lines and not getting a payout for it, and you're actually, you're working more, and you're actually earning less sometimes. Sometimes those people actually end up envying their friends who work the nine to fives because they get Saturdays and Sundays off. And they actually take them. Or they get the three-day weekend for Labor Day, you know, like we just had. And so, yeah, you need to understand what freedom is to you. So going back into this whole nine, um, French American dream thing, is I have realized that my culture, every time I go back, has a lot to offer. And although it may not be on the business end of things, it is on the lifestyle end of things. So food, how to nourish yourself with amazing food that is homegrown, that doesn't have pesticides, that FDA doesn't throw all these you know, things on and they take time to do that. And they take time to eat and have two, three hour lunches and they close their businesses on certain days so they can have family days. And, um, you know, they really prioritize being in nature and going and walking everywhere and not always being in the car and not always being in front of the computer. And the lifestyle is just so different. Um, in France, you have 400 different types of water that are good for you and they don't come from a Costco or a Smith's or an Albertsons or anything like that. It's like actual spring water from springs that have to cure people of illnesses in order for it to be officially um, deemed as a water. So there are just so many different lifestyle things that maybe go way back in the day, um, you know, before the United States was even a thing. And I think there needs to be a balance and so as I started diving deeper into this concept um, being a life balance coach that I am balance is super important for me Uh, I'm also a Libra so our you know I'm the scales Um, balance has always been something I've been striving for in my life Uh, and so even when I was dancing right we have to have balance otherwise we fall over so Keeping that in mind, I think this whole business on one side and lifestyle on the other side, uh, putting focus on both of those, it allows you to cultivate this very even balanced lifestyle, which is this work life balance that the American dream tries to push. It's like, oh, you can have the American dream, but also don't forget about your work-life balance. And like, but nobody really explains what the work-life balance is. And I think that is different for everyone. It's kind of like finding the right makeup or the or the right, you know, um, energy drink for your workouts or whatever. Like everyone has a different desire and a different need. So you need to also find the right balance for your life. And for me, that's why I'm customizing it, calling it the French American dream because. That is what it is for me. Like I, at the end of the day, would love to have a place in the United States somewhere, preferably on the West Coast, because uh, natural disasters and all those things are not not coming at me on the East Coast. Um, but then also having, you know, a European base, home base that I can go to and I can feel like I can maybe take a break or whatever it may be. And I think what's so cool is being able to take advantage of technology and having our businesses based online, that allows me to be the location independent, which is what I need to feel free. So by having that and being able to grow my business to six and seven figures, which gives me the financial freedom, that really is where my, you know, soul is being fulfilled is within that. And so For so many years when I felt like, yes, I'm an American, I'm here, I'm going to be a multiple business owner, I'm going to crush it, I'm going to work hard, and I'm still doing those things, I'm working hard, but at the same time, um, my mental health has allowed me to choose to work smart, and I think that as you grow, you should want more. But also try to do less because now you are running things and you are managing and overseeing a lot of different aspects of your life. And I think that you should be outsourcing and delegating and automating a lot of your life and your business so that you can actually enjoy it. Um, I recently wrote something down the other day about, you know, living in... A house that you actually build. Because so many people, especially entrepreneurs and perfectionists, are constantly building, building, building this house, right? I'm gonna build the perfect house and I can't wait. It's gonna have the best garage and the jacuzzi and the biggest closet and all these things and we're gonna entertain and we're gonna do all these things. And basically the house is never done being built. And you're renovating and oh, but we just gotta add a little bit here and we gotta do this here. And you never end up living in this house. You never end up entertaining, you never end up doing anything. And I'm here to tell you. The house is done, even if it's not perfect, first of of all, perfection doesn't exist. This is the Recovering Perfectionist podcast, so it's progress over perfection. And build the house, get the structure, and live in it. And as you live your life and you have different needs and desires, then adjust and renovate and do all those things. But don't forget to live in the house. Don't be renting a hotel room driving to the location site and building the house and never living in it. Like I'm the first person to fall victim to that. And I'm here to say I'm done. I'm so done. And so that this is what I am now working towards at a very high level um, is having this, you know, bicontinental lifestyle Uh, I I think I've always felt that way because I've always wanted to have some sort of retirement place or, um, you know, a home in Europe. I've always loved Europe, but I think it was more of like a vacation home. Like, let's go there a couple times, you know, uh, like maybe a couple times a year for two weeks or something. And now it's like, no, I actually want to live there for like four to five months a year and then come back to the United States and live here. Because if my business is online, I don't need to be anywhere I can just be wherever I want to be. And if I feel like I want to come back to the United States before four or five months, then I can do that too. But I want the choice. And that for me is ultimate freedom is the choice. Because if you've read in the book essentialism, which I've linked many, many times, you have to exercise your power of choice. And if you don't, then the world, society, your family, everyone around you will choose for you. And that is something that like, the minute I heard it put that way, I was like, whoo, major reality check. Like if you don't choose your life, other people will choose your life for you and they will fill up your schedule. And time and time again, do I work with clients that that's what they do. They come to me with a full schedule of things that they never wanted to agree to or that they felt obligated to or that just it just dominoed from there and then all of a sudden they are committed to all of these things that are not working towards their goals and their days go by months go by and they they never get a chance to do what they actually want to do and that's a good segue into what's happening in my life right now which I told you I would give you guys a little update. Um, September's been already an amazing month. Um, I have made many different decisions leading up to this month. This is the um, final month of my 31st year around the sun. And in October, I will be 32. And I've had to come to terms with a lot of that. I'm not, it's not an age thing for me. I'm not like, oh no, I'm getting older. Like. I still feel young. I still look young. I'm not worried about any of that. Um, I will say the little, you know, babies thing is on the brain. Just not that I want them right now, but just more like how long can I wait until I have to have them. But at the end of the day, um, this was a very important month for me uh, because always around my birthday, I start to get like, where am I at with my goals? Am I where I want to be at this age? All of those things. And I felt like over especially over COVID that felt like it's taken a couple of years off of all of our lives, um, that I got to a point where I was still building all of these things and I've been doing a lot of work on myself and it's been happening, but I've still felt like there's something missing. And that was me telling myself that I choose me and not feeling like I am obligated to choose other people before myself. And this is a very controversial topic, if I'm being completely honest. Every time I say it, sometimes I feel a little bit apprehensive about how people are going to receive this. But I think when I start to explain it to them, they're like, oh, that makes so much sense. And I feel the same way. So I feel like I'm reaching some common ground with a lot of people, especially my perfectionists out there, my fellow perfectionists. Um, also, that has been become a term that I have started to love because it is who I am and I'm not allowing it to define me and choose my path. Um, yeah I'm a perfectionist I'm a proud perfectionist that knows how to create choice in my life and not let the concept of perfectionism overtake um, the freedom that I desire basically. And so I've been working a lot more on this topic, which is really cool because that's actually something that this podcast has helped me do. Is um, in my life coaching, I focus a lot on sustainable habits. And it was sustainable habits and manifestation, basically, is the logic and the magic, right? So the logical side of things is building habits that are sustainable, that you're not just creating New Year's resolutions and, you know, trying, and then you fall off in February and all those things, that it's really these like, behavioral habits that you're able to create that work within the lifestyle you want and the lifestyle that you have at that time too so you can build up to those habits. I love this concept. I love the idea of the word sustainability when it comes to habit building and I thrive on helping people declutter their schedule to be able to create habits that actually work and that actually stick. And the manifestation is something I recently got certified in last year uh, through my manifestation coach, which I've always kind of had in my brain, but it was really the secret in the law of attraction. And manifestation is the application of the law of attraction and really, you know, creating the life that you desire by having some more control over your beliefs and your thoughts. Uh, and that is what allows you to really create the uh, physical reality from your, you know, uh, thoughts and beliefs. And so, and I love that. I, I, I use it. I've applied it. I've taught it to clients. It's amazing. But I always felt like there was a part of like teaching manifestation that was just kind of maybe just a segment in my program, not necessarily like the meat and potatoes of it. And so I was always kind of looking for something extra to add to the sustainable habits or something that was working within that. And over the past couple of months like I said it's been like life-changing months I've had people reach out to me in regards to perfectionism because of this podcast and they're like oh my gosh I love what you talk about on this podcast and I love how you you know just you you describe me perfectly you get me and I have used that episode with my clients and it's so good and whatever it may be the circumstance that they heard it and I realized that like this is just me talking about who I am like I'm a perfectionist this is what I'm doing I'm trying to overcome it I'm recovering (laughs) all the things but I realized that that is actually something that people are struggling with is so everyone is a level of perfectionist when you're working towards a goal and there are so many different types you know there's people pleasers and overachievers and procrastinator perfectionists and all the different types but there is a level of perfectionism we're all trying to achieve because society is breeding that type of behavior based on, you know, lists and 30 under 30 lists and, and you know, people becoming millionaires and billionaires at such younger ages and influencers and Instagram filters and all the things are breeding this level of, like, flawlessness, both physical and mental, that it's damn near unattainable, like it's just unattainable. So what I am really happy to finally be saying is that I am really focusing on helping perfectionists, no matter what level of perfectionist you are, but helping perfectionists create a balanced lifestyle through sustainable habits. And this is just a game changer, I think, because this is really like niching down to a point where I feel like, and I feel I say niching down, but I feel like there's so I feel like it's actually opens up my audience so much more because so many people relate to this particular avatar person that I am. And it's so cool to see because I'm finally realizing how I can help these people. and. Another cool thing that happened in the past couple of months is I connected with another coach who's amazing at what she does, and she wanted to be um, a guest on the podcast. We did an episode, and her name is Maggie Tatum. She is an empowerment educator. She's amazing. She works with authenticity and shame and self-worth, self-love, healing, all of the things. I mean, just incredible, incredible things. And we have partnered together to create a an academy, which is something I've been trying to do for so long. And it's finally coming together. And guys, when I tell you, it is going to be epic. It is so incredible. Um, you can already go to the wait list. The wait list is already just like filling up so fast. Uh, it's incredible. It's going to be called what is called Freedom Mindset Academy and I'll link the waitlist below so you guys can go check it out Um, Maggie is doing all of the self-love healing you know self-worth finding your identity creating your value core values and all those things and I am really helping you with overcoming perfectionism and building sustainable habits that work and stick and we talk about everything. We have methods, we have performance pyramids, we have all the things. It's a 12-week course and I'm not even going to go that deep into it right now because Maggie and I are going to do a podcast just on Freedom Mindset Academy. We're going to discuss it. So keep listening in the coming weeks. Um, It should be uh, live in a couple of weeks and I will definitely be promoting it um, because I want everybody to understand the transformation that is going to happen within this academy. We're going to have online courses, uh, live Q&A's from Maggie and I within a private Facebook group that you only, only have access to within the course, which allows you to have community support. It's going to be incredible. Um, there'll be activities and, and prompts and all these different things that you can do And it, I just can't wait. Like, I'm just like, I've got goosebumps just talking about it. So it's just going to be so amazing. So keep, keep your eyes open and stay updated on that. And these are all things that are finally, like all the work that has been happening on the back end is finally coming to fruition. And I'm finally seeing it happen, like in, in front of my eyes in real life. And it is the coolest thing ever. Um, and so I encourage you, uh, because I think I might just kind of wrap this up a little earlier here, because I feel like I can, could go on with these topics forever. Um, I, I'm going to encourage you to find your French American dream. What does it mean to you? What does it look like? How do you feel? Um, where do you want to be? Who do you want to be with? Like, ask yourselves these questions. And truly understand what it means to be free for you not what webster defines as freedom not what the government or society or your mom or your dad or anyone defines as freedom like how do you define freedom how, when do you feel the most free and i will say for me the 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 easy answer to that question is when i'm dancing like i feel the most free when i'm dancing so maybe it's an activity that you do that can help you on a daily basis to feel free but on a bigger scale what are you working towards what's the goals and how do you get there Um, that's what I want you to really think about Uh, I'm so excited to be going into this season three I am just looking forward to many many more seasons to come with incredible guests I want to thank all my guests that have already been on in the last two seasons and the incredible guests to come in this season. You guys are in for a very special treat and look forward to that episode on Freedom Mindset Academy. Um, Guys, when this launches game over, it's going to be the end game. You're going to be in transformation mode and it is going to change your life. So I look forward to sharing all of these things with you. I hope this episode served you and I hope that you all have a wonderful, blessed, month and I will be back next week with a very exciting guest. Thank you so much for listening to the Recovering Perfectionist podcast. I'm Christine, and if this episode resonated with you or spoke to you in any way, please feel free to share. I absolutely love hearing from you guys and your thoughts about the topics based on your experiences. And also, if there's anything you want me to talk about, just screenshot this episode and share it on social media with your comments. Your feedback really helps me to curate episodes that best serve you. If you have time, I would greatly appreciate If you could leave a review wherever you're listening to this episode, whether on Apple or Spotify or any other platform. I'm wishing you a blessed week ahead, and remember perfection doesn't exist. Take messy action. Healthy habits keep us balanced, and you are enough.